Welcome to Kaiseki Anime, where we air new episodes every other week. Kaiseki covers currently airing anime, older series seen recently, and other relevant topics for the season. I'm your host, Marina, of the blog Anime B&B, and with me is my co-host, Draggle, of the cleverly titled Draggle's Anime Blog. This week, we discuss the fall's new isekai shows, The Faraway Paladin and The World's Finest Assassin Gets Reincarnated in Another World as an Aristocrat. So I guess this is just a subset of the isekai shows. Um, There's actually some more. Yeah, I figured we would spend the most time on these ones since they're more original. We have a few others that are sort of sequels, even if they're not direct sequels, they like are part of a franchise. So I thought it'd be more interesting to talk about these two. I do think the the pink isekai, the pink gorilla isekai, that was pretty original, but I don't want to talk about it. I was going to be like, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> we talked about this in our preview episode. There's one where oh. like his love interest is a pink gorilla. Memory is drawing a blank. It must have been so amazing to me. <laughs> well, anyway, let's go to Faraway Paladin, a much uh, better show. Yeah, I would say this is actually probably my favorite of the season among Isekai. I like this a lot more than most of the shows this season. Oh, really? I wouldn't rate it that highly, but I, I do like it as well. Well, the first arc is up there, in my opinion. And yeah. then it kind of went down, unfortunately. I felt the same way. It was so cool when he's like hanging out with his ghost dad and doing yeah. rock and roll and stuff. So for like a quick synopsis of the show, it does start out with, I don't even know if we get much detail about what his life was like before, but we do know that he dies <laughs> and he is reincarnated into this fantastical world. But oddly enough, he's by himself. Um, he's reborn as a human baby. But he's raised by a family of undead. He's got like a ghost, no, yeah, a ghost, quote unquote, grandfather, right? And they're not actually related to him. And then he's got like a zombie nun mother, right? And then a skeleton warrior father figure. Yep. And it's a great happy family. Yeah. And they devote, I don't know how many episodes was it? I feel like we spent a good amount of time just for character building there. Yeah. It really uh, hits you. What happens later? Yeah, I was surprised at how into it I got. And um, I actually also really found the world interesting with its its gods and religions. You know how like they mm-hmm. devote themselves to a particular god. Um, and then it rewards you in turn with some kind of gift. And I guess depending on how powerful your devotion to them is, the more powerful you are, but also like the consequences you get or something are also higher. Right. But now we're in a new arc. Yeah, the elf boy arc. Yeah, he has left the family from the beginning. He's on his own. And we meet an elf boy, and he's saving villages, and he's OP, killing demons. And it just, I don't know, it just lost its charm to me. Like, I still like him, but I'm just not as interested in his journey right now. It's just kind of boring. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it it was kind of okay, like, when the elf boy had all the sad things happen to his mom and stuff but uh yeah not not as good as the first arc why do you think that is like where did it go wrong with the second arc that makes it less interesting than the first i think it's that the first arc it had like a lot of uh mystery like what's Mm -hmm. going on what's happening in the world 
then that's all explained. And in this arc, the mystery is just like the elf boy wondering, wondering about things that we already know. Yeah. And then it's also just the elf boy is not very interesting compared to the three undead. That kid's a little bitch, right? <laughs> like he was he willing to bitch. kill, to kill like these other villagers to steal from them. No matter like how noble the cause is to try to save people of his original village, right? Yeah. The fact that he was willing to commit these crimes against others, like that just sort of ruins his character for me. He's not I know they try to like redeem character. him after. Yeah. I feel like if they're going to make him like murder people for food, they should like double down on it instead of trying to redeem him. Yeah. And then even our main character, Will, I liked following him in the first arc because of all that mystery that you talk about. He doesn't know who they are, the people that are raising him. He loves them like his family, but he acknowledges that there are lots of mysteries that he doesn't understand that are later explained, right? Right. But now, like, we see him go through all this training. We know, like, what he had to do to get as strong as he is. And now he's just too strong. (laughs) And so the battles are boring. Exactly. Like, we know he's going to win. I don't know where the conflict is. There's not very much tension right now, and so it's hard to feel like we're driving towards anything. Yeah, he's just, like, wandering around aimlessly, basically. Yeah, and then we're already at 8 of 12 episodes, right? This is only a single core. Now, I don't know anything about the news about whether or not there's more after this, like, more source material, or if they've announced second season or anything. I know nothing. But we're already 8 of 12. We've only had two arcs, really. Like, where are we going to go now for the remaining episodes, of which there are very few left? Yeah, I have no idea. But I will say, you should look, you, I think you're really going to love Spy X Family, which was getting an anime scene. Spy X Family is a manga? Light novel? It's a manga, and it's becoming okay. an anime. It's like the most wholesome family, just like in this first arc. Yeah. It's like a spy, an assassin, their daughter, and a telepathic dog. <laughs> it sounds like a sort of superhero film that I'd see here. Yeah. It's very, like, warm and fuzzy feeling, like, this first arc, except more on the cute side. Okay. Well, to be fair, I never thought I would find, you know, a ghost, a zombie, and a a skeleton warrior cute, but they had their moments. They did, yeah. They were very cute. I especially like uh, the ghost. He's my favorite. Gus? (laughs) Grandpa Gus? Yes. I was actually scared of him for a little bit when they had that training thing down, you know, underground. I thought he was going to kill him. Yeah. They did a good, a good job building that tension. They did. Um, but now I don't know where we're going to go. Like, I'm, I'm there for the end of it, but I'm just kind of sad that I don't love it as much as I did at the start. Yeah, me too. Oh, well, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Let's move on to our second Isekai show, which is a, a newer work. The world's finest assassin gets reincarnated in another world as an aristocrat, and we're already at 9 of 12 episodes, so there's only a few left. Uh, you want to give a little description of this? Sure. Uh, it's just like the title says, the world's finest assassin gets reincarnated in another world <laughs> as an aristocrat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically, like, he's like a hardened assassin in, in our world, right? And yeah. Um, what's not killed. really captured from the title is that he used to be an assassin, and in his new world, he's also an assassin, but he's right. like a magical assassin. Yeah, but that's also intended by the god, right? right. The goddess. Yeah, it's not like lazy jerk goddess uh, reincarnates him to kill the hero for some reason, which I'm pretty sure isn't going to happen in the next two episodes, but whatever. I was going to ask, was there actually ever a reason given? I can't remember for why she wants the hero to die. Is the hero going to destroy the world or something? Or, or why does she want 
the hero to die so badly. That's what she says. She says he's okay. going to destroy the world after he kills the Demon King. I see. But mm. she's, she seems very interested with Thea. She says this. So <laughs> I mean, she's also probably one of the more entertaining parts of every episode. She is, yeah. I like it when she uh, reincarnates random people and then checks in on them later. Yeah, and it only shows, like, in every episode, it only shows, like, what, a, a couple minutes for that per? Right. But you see her like, over the years trying different people, like, our main character is an assassin, but she's also grabbed, like, a, a DJ or something, right? And then also, uh, I don't know, remember the others, but they're just, like, these random, the best of their kind, and then she right. sets them to, to kill. And then we get to see them later, like, 25 years later. How are they doing? <laughs> Usually they're not doing so great. Yeah, usually not. And I saw on Twitter, like, um, one of my followers was saying that they kind of preferred if the show had actually been a short dedicated to just that. Like, that was comical enough. What is your feeling on that? Yeah, I agree. Really? Well, I, I don't think I could watch an entire show of that. But mm -hmm. it would probably be better than the show. <laughs> okay. All right. So where are you not liking the show? I like the first episode. But then, um... I don't know. He's just like too perfect. He's kind of an annoying little brat. And he is. I I hate his love interests. Oh my god. I just hate that whole setup. Period. That they the fact that this story even went there is just repugnant to me. Where where? Him grooming these girls basically. Oh yeah. And like yes. them falling in love with him, especially the girl that he saves from like sexual slavery. Like that is just. Come on. Wasn't that both of them? <laughs> the first one was just abandoned, right? Because oh, her family right. was starving. They couldn't feed the her. Legs. So they just like, yeah, yeah. expecting her to die. It's terrible. Like that one, I, like, I was already shocked when he takes her in and then starts grooming her basically the same way that his father trained him. And it's just like skeevy that I already didn't like the fact that like his father takes him down below from a very young age to like inspect his body like strip down let me inspect your muscles let me feel your muscles okay whatever <laughs> this is an assassin family I'm, I'm gonna have to apparently accept this but then that like, he does the same thing to the girls that he trains it's horrible it's pretty bad and then like he has that arc with maha those poor girls that whole episode of them being sexually exploited yeah and then him quote-unquote saving them but really bringing the main girl into his family of assassins and grooming her as well it's awful i was just so disappointed with this show yeah because <laughs> i also liked the first episode for the most part okay yeah i feel similarly yeah he's just too strong i don't, I don't know what it is like with these shows like it's entertaining i guess watching them train up but then once they become powerful it's just boring yeah that's what I really like about Mushoku Tensei, because there, he like definitely got stronger, but he still has problems. Well, did we want to talk a little bit more about this show before we move on to Mushoku Tensei, or how are you feeling about that? I don't really have anything more to say. <laughs> Other than this is basically now just like a creepy harem and... Uh, yeah, yeah, creepy, uh, slavish harem. <laughs> okay, well, let's go ahead and skip to Mushoku Tensei since you brought it up. This is a sequel and we're also, again, at 8 of 12 episodes, so it's going to end this season, I think. I don't know if it's going to end-end or if they're going to announce a third season, because I feel like it could go more. It could definitely go more, yeah. Could probably do, like, another two seasons. <laughs> or I'm going to admit, Drago, like, I know this show from the very first season had a lot of people against it for its main character, mm -hmm. right? Like, what he was like and what he's like now. But I am still liking this show. I know, I love it. I, I feel like... Yes, he's a pervert. Like, they yeah. repeatedly say that. 
he's honest about it and he's actually improving, I think. Like, he's not acting as much on his impulses as he was when he was still, like, quote-unquote a child, right? Right. (laughs) Like, he is a scumbag, but he's an improving scumbag. And I think it shows that people can change for the better if they're given the chance to do so, you know, they can become better. I think what what makes this show different from, like, the Sashin show or the Shield Hero is that it, it, like, knows he's a piece of trash and recognizes it. Whereas, like, Shield Hero... He's supposed to be the good guy while he's uh, having a giant slave harem. Right? I mean, that's that's exactly what the, the assassin show is. Exactly. How am I supposed to root for this guy when he's manipulating people, knowingly manipulating these girls? Yep. And this one, like, he knows he's a pervert, but then we also get to see so much of his past and his previous life, which I really enjoy those uh, flashbacks. Yeah. When he meets that uh, god thing. Yeah, yeah. And then he... It's always in comparison to situations occurring in the story at that moment. And then you see him make the choice for the better. I I felt the same way when I got this. Like, it's trash. But it knows it's trash. Another thing I really like about it is, like, from the very beginning, like, in the first season, it shows that he he learns very quickly, right? He's very intelligent. Mm -hmm. And he puts in the work. And he becomes strong, both magically and physically. But he's not the strongest, right? Like we've seen in the previous shows. He's not overpowered. He is compared to a lot of people, but we see him fail quite a lot. <laughs> and he messes up quite a lot. Uh, he fails pretty bad, yeah. Yeah, like his whole arc where he gets trapped in that um that cage that he could <laughs> escape from. Like that was just priceless. He's just like, you know, this is this is free rent. This is okay. I'll wait for my friends to come get me. <laughs> that, that was like two arcs at this point. And yeah. The show has a good sense of humor, too, because he's it like does. in the cage and he's like, I thought we already had this arc. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, this is this is familiar. Yeah. Where we are now, though, I think we just finished the arc where he reunites with his father. Yeah. And there was this big revelation, right? Because where the first season sort of ended is where that huge storm, which do we even know what caused it? No. Yeah, it's a huge mystery still. And you at first assume because of how the first season ended and how the second starts that it just affected him and those people around him, right? Oh, I see. I mean, I thought I thought it just affected him. Yeah, like only I, he I, and the I people next to him. Book, so I knew it affected everyone. I, oh, I, yeah. I'm an anime only viewer, so I had no idea. So when he meets okay. with his father and his dad, just like drops that bomb, I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. So what did you think about the whole thing with his father? I really thought they did a good job with that because I can understand. That's another great thing about the show. Like this show acknowledges that some people are terrible, right? He's mm-hmm. terrible. His father's terrible. Lots of people around them are horrible. But it's a very human kind of terribleness to where you can see why they act the way they act. Right. And they reason with it. Like it shows, you know, how his father saw him explain his adventure across the demon continent trying to get back as just having fun without realizing that or remembering that his son is like how old? And what was he doing when he was that age? Yeah. And just like him being happy to see his father that he he wants to like tell his father that he's okay and ha- like what happened. Like that's all understandable. Right. But so was his anger and so was his depression. And yeah, I, I was shocked when I found out that everyone also got teleported. Yeah. So it worked effectively for me. Yeah, that, the fight with his father was one of my favorite parts of the novel too. Oh, really? Yeah, it's good. What was so good about it for you? Just like what you said. And I, I remember you were so mad at his father the first season. You're like, this is, guy is trash. I hate him. He should die. 
I didn't say he should die, but I was like, he is a scumbag to all women. Like, don't let this guy near you. Yeah, he he is a scumbag to all women. But but now you like even as he's continues to be an asshole for different reasons, you sympathize with him a little bit. Yeah. So I am still following this show. I am still enjoying it quite a bit and seeing where they're going. And I hope to see a third season. I think they could do that. I hope so, too. I hope they complete it. We, we still need to get uh, his uh, his childhood friend back. Right? Because like she was sort of built up, I think, in the very first season. And then it just drifted away, right? Because yeah. he left. Yeah. And we never saw her again. So that's got to be like an ending arc or something. Maybe not this season, but maybe a, a sequel again. Yeah. Well, in the in the books, we're like maybe a third through. So. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I don't know if it, I doubt it'll actually get to the end, but you never know. Well, I can always hope. Yeah. Maybe it will get as many sequels as Love Love Alternative, which I don't even know how many series are in this franchise. Pretty sure this is only the second. Really? I thought there were like multiple Love Love stories. Well, there's. I think it's based on like a visual novel, which. Uh, from what I understand, there's like normal love, love, which I've heard is like a normal dating sim game where they like go mm-hmm. to high school and there's no aliens in it. Wait, what? Really? That's what I've heard. <laughs> I I never played this at all. Okay. But then there's the second love, love, which I don't know what it's called, but there they fight the aliens. And yeah, so this show is actually an isekai, I realized, in like the fifth episode. It took you five episodes? It might have been the second episode, I forget. But because the the boy, he originally was in this first world, and then he went to another world where he fought the aliens, and then he went to a third world, which is this world. Oh. So yeah, I think that counts as isekai. I think so. Do they explain on it further? Like, why is he traveling through all these different worlds? How did he end up in this third one? Sort of. It's not entirely clear, but they they have some scientist who looks smart and uh, made some (laughs) reason, I think. (laughs) So why are you watching this show? That's a good question. But it's... Well, there's also the spinoff, which is in, like, Russia. That was an anime that I also watched. I think I watched part of that. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. It has giant robots. They fight aliens. This one is kind of weird, though, because it's, like, very fast-paced. Is that bad? Not necessarily, no. But it it just always feels rushed. And the main Uh. character, like, says things a lot. And I don't know what it is. It might be I don't like his voice acting or just he, like, always says things like, like, get right to the point. And then we move on and we we keep, keep, keep going. It's sort of going too far into, like, not having any downtime or being slow. Like the page is just moving along a little too quickly. Yeah, it's like I'm I'm actually paying attention to this one, and I can still barely follow it. Wow, love, love, capturing Dragle's interest. Yeah, but also I didn't read the first two prequels, so. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, I don't have much to say about that. Just wanted to mention it is an isekai. It is an isekai, technically. Yes. And there's one more we wanted to cover. Yeah, it's just a little note here that I am watching Restaurant to Another World Season 2. It is, again, a single-course show. It's almost over since we're at 9 of 12 episodes. And it's much like the first season. So if you like the first season where it has a very episodic storytelling style to where 
every time we have an episode. Usually it's actually split into two stories per episode, where we'll meet a random person in the fantastical world who stumbles across the door, goes into the restaurant, tries a signature food, and it's just really heartwarming. <laughs> they're always like amazed, and then the way they describe to me what are their very normal foods, you know? Right. Like fruit jelly. <laughs> they talk about it like it's the most amazing thing, but I just really enjoy it. And so I think, yeah, you should give it a try if you like food shows, heartwarming shows, and it's not it's hard to get bored with the episodic nature of this show. Yeah, I've been enjoying it too. Actually, it surprises me that you're watching this. Really? Why? I don't know. Like, heartwarming things like this, episodic things like this, I felt like would be too... I know I said not boring for others, but I thought this style would be boring to you. I do get a little bit of it. This is one that I watch when I'm eating dinner. So I'm okay. paying three quarters attention. Does it uh, increase your appetite? Do you start salivating as they describe the umami of these different flavors? No, not really. No? It, it needs to be more like uh, shokugeki no soma than I do. No way. <laughs> you have people like orgasming off of how great the food is? Exactly. That's what I nah. need to see. No, no, no. That can stay in that show. And I like the way they describe things in this one. <laughs> what, what I actually want to see, though, is like some customer who goes back to his restaurant and tries something different. What is wrong with Oh, right? How they always order the same thing? Yeah, and they, like, get it twice in one day, even. It cracks me up where they'll love the dish that they ate, and they'll be like, seconds, thirds, fourths of all the same dish. Yeah, why don't they try a different dish? Maybe they'll like (laughs) it, too. (laughs) I don't know, but I I actually wonder that myself every time I see them do that. I'm like, okay. There was um, one episode where they all tried different types of cheesecake, right? Because there's three of them, and so they ordered the three different types, and then they tried each other's types. So I was like, oh, good, progress. Yeah. And then when they came back, they got their original ones. (laughs) Exactly. They know what they like, and they're going to eat what they like. They do, but... They go a bit too far. (laughs) They need to expand their horizons a little bit. Yeah. Tune in again to Kaisaki Anime Podcast two weeks from now. Please feel free to send us questions or comments on Twitter with hashtag Kaisaki Anime Podcast or on our individual accounts at Draggle underscore Kuhn and at Anime B&B. Listen and review us on Apple Podcasts so we can continue to grow and improve. You can also find us on Google Play and Spotify. Thanks for listening. See you next time.